You're listening to More Than a Song, Episode 10. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizat, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the truth of Scripture hidden in today's popular Christian music. My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. This week, we will use the song My Lighthouse by Rend Collective as our jumping off point. Now, interestingly enough, there are no verses referring to God or Jesus as a lighthouse. So why did I pick this song? Well, we're going to look deep into the lyrics to see some special gems. And God being a guiding light is a concept woven throughout the Old and New Testament. Plus, I just really like the song. So, as I mentioned, I'm going to do something a little different and highlight a few key things brought out by these rich lyrics. They may seem be seemingly unrelated, but they are things that jump out at me every time I hear the song. So let's get started. And there's no better place to start than with the opening verse. In my wrestling and in my doubts, in my failures, you won't walk out. Your great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Now, I've mentioned in other podcasts that I want to spend the majority of my time inspiring you to, um, when you turn off this podcast, to go pick up your Bible and read for yourself. And so um, I generally am not going to be referring to book resources, but I just couldn't shake the memory of some truths that I learned. By reading this book called God in the Dark, The Assurance of Faith Beyond the Shadow of a Doubt by Oz Guinness. And I will link to it in the show notes uh, if you are interested in purchasing that. Uh, The entire book is an honest discussion about doubt and uh, it, it goes and discusses the seven families of doubt and then ends with talking about two torturing questions. But Oz reminds us, or he begins his discussion, the first couple of chapters, there's really a discussion about doubt and really trying to define exactly what it is. And he reminds us that the world of Christian faith is not a fairy tale, make-believe world, question-free and problem-proof, but is a world where doubt is never far from faith's shoulder. Consequently, a healthy understanding of doubt should go hand-in-hand with a healthy understanding of faith. And so, again, I I won't really be able to unpack the entire book, obviously, but I just couldn't shake it because there were a couple key points that I still remember from that book that I have spoken over and over and over to my own heart and to the hearts of others. And I think that overall, we're afraid to talk about our doubts. And some of you have doubts as to whether or not you should even take the plunge and accept this Jesus and follow him as your savior. Um, And so you have doubts before even stepping into that relationship. And then some of you might be new with your walk with Christ. And you've just been feeling guilty because you have doubts. And uh, perhaps some of you are like me. You've been following Christ for some time and wish you could just will away any doubts that kind of come to your mind. Because you want to have faith 
or because you believe that doubt is a betrayal of faith and a surrender to unbelief. But I, this is the key point that I want to get across to you and that Osganis does such an amazing job throughout the book of discussing. But doubt is not the opposite of unbelief, nor is it the same as unbelief. And the root word for doubt really means to. And that's exactly what it is. It's not to have a whole mind or a single mind, but to kind of be double-minded or have two minds about something to be suspended between faith and unbelief. And I say all of this just to say what Rind Collective says in the song. In your wrestling and in your doubts and in your failures, God won't walk out. Through his great love, he will lead you through. And sometimes I just want to encourage you to go ahead and wrestle because when we reach the other side, when we reach the other, the end of the wrestling, and we will come out with a single mind. We will no longer have doubts once we get through the wrestling. But you can't just stick your fingers in your ear and say, la, 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 or I just, I want to have faith, so I'm just going to ignore these doubts over here. I want you to be comfortable to wrestle through the doubts. And again, in 20 minutes, we really can't unpack how to do that very well, but, um, Perhaps this is a trigger point for you and you might want to pursue it further. Again, we can come out of this wrestling, have a single, strong, single mind. We won't be divided anymore. And then we can own it. Whatever that truth is that we're wrestling over, we can own it in a deeper way. So if you wrestle with doubts, I just pick up that book by Oz Guinness. It might really help you. And remember, unbelief is the opposite of faith. But doubt is not the same as unbelief. So in conclusion with that point, wrestle away. God will not walk out. So my next point is inspired by this part of the song. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness, I will follow you. Now, as I mentioned in the opening, there are no verses referring to God or Jesus as a lighthouse. And so I did an interesting thing this week. I did a Google search on scripture lighthouse art because I know I have seen lighthouses all over the place. I was listening to an interview with Wren Collective and they, or a red one that they laughingly said they see lighthouse artwork all over especially in churches, generally in the bathroom, uh, which I laughed at that because that's actually pretty true. But you will see pictures of lighthouses often tied to scripture. And so uh, the band uh, is from Northern Ireland. And they talk themselves about how they see lighthouses often on their coastline. And I will actually link to the Behind the Song article in uh, New Release Tuesday. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. It's pretty interesting. But Chris, one of the members of the band, goes on to say, For us, it has become a picture of the faithfulness of God and his constancy in our lives. He is this unshifting light. And uh, an interesting thing I found when I was looking at this lighthouse art 
was the variety of verses that were placed on these pieces of art. And so, again, not just one verse necessarily pops out that says, oh, yeah, that one is going to be really um, applicable to this idea of him being a lighthouse. And, of course, one verse that comes is John eight twelve, and this is Jesus speaking, and he says, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Um, I'm going to be going over several verses here and I am going to link to them in the show notes. But I want you to really think about those and I have a challenge for you at the end. uh, And perhaps you'll use these verses this week in your Bible challenge at the end of this episode. Now some of, again, so this beautiful verse about Christ being the light of the world. How amazing is that? And then some showed, um, some of the scripture art showed, highlighted Proverbs 18, 10. The name of the Lord is a strong fortress. The godly run to him and are safe. Um, There's some pretty powerful visuals um, in those lighthouse. Some of our, you know, some of them are kind of chintzy and um, cutesy, but some are pretty powerful, just waves battering these lighthouses and the lighthouses standing strong like a fortress. And so again, in Proverbs, just referring to him as a strong fortress. Psalm 89, 115, Psalm 89, verse 115 says, happy are those who hear the joyful call to worship for they will walk in the light of your presence, Lord. Oh, what a beautiful picture walking in the light of God's presence. And so, again, just one of those verses highlighted using a lighthouse. Now, some, again, lighthouses are fortresses so that they can through the buffet be uh, sustained through the buffeting of the waves. And so it's appropriate, again, in Psalm 27, 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? What a beautiful thought. And then Psalm 62, 6 says, uh, He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. Now, of course, that, again, doesn't say anything about him being light, but a fortress and a refuge. So again, from fortress and refuge, again, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my Savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. Psalm 18, 2. So what a beautiful journey, just interestingly enough, just picking verses off of uh, lighthouse scripture art in a Google search, but I just can't help but go back to that first one. Jesus is the light of the world, shining in the darkness, and along with the band Ren Collective, I proclaim, I will follow you. Now, there was another people in another time that needed direction Because they were coming out of 400 years of darkness, dark slavery, and they needed some direction. And so God gave the children of Israel a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night to guide them toward the land and the freedom that he promised them.
to read you the introduction of the pillar of cloud and fire in the Old Testament. And it's found in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 13. And it it reads like this. When Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road that runs through Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. God said, if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear to do this. He said, God will certainly come to help you. When he does, you you must take my bones with you from this place. The Israelites left Succoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. The Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud, and he provided light at night with a pillar of fire. This allowed them to travel by day or by night, and the Lord did not remove the pillar of cloud or pillar of fire from its place in front of the people. Now, what a wonderful set of scriptures um, that you could spend a little bit more time reading the context if you're not really sure what that means when it starts off by saying, when Pharaoh let the people go, I would encourage you to go read the story. It's a fascinating one. I find it interesting that God, I'm um, just to unpack it a little bit, that God said, if these people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. They might doubt. And so even in, um, per, even in trying to head off these doubts, God made a way for them. And then just ultimately this beautiful picture of God guiding an enormous group of people through a very physical, um, visible thing, like a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. And in the same interview that I referenced earlier, Chris with Wren Collective says, we all go through seasons of storms, troubles, and sorrows. And we can count on Jesus to be that fire before us, the same way he led the children of Israel in the desert by fire. He is still that fire before us today, like a lighthouse. So you can kind of see how it all comes together. And so now as you're listening to this song, you really can think about scripture, even though uh, there aren't any scriptures specifically mentioning God or Jesus as a lighthouse. But what a beautiful picture again of God's faithfulness to lead us. He he doesn't want us to wander around in the dark. And uh, just like the Israelites, we are called out of darkness to walk in the light of Christ who again, as we mentioned before, is the light of the world. Now, as a side note, I know that we're talking about Christ being our lighthouse or our guiding light, but we too are called to be lights of the world on his behalf. He actually even said that to his disciples. And of course, if you are a follower of Christ, if you have surrendered to his call in your life, in Matthew chapter 5, this is for you too, he says, You are the light of the world. Isn't that interesting? And Johnny says, I am the light of the world, but he wants us to be lights as well. And he said, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. 
I find that so interesting. It kind of goes back to the episode where we unpacked the song Do Something. And uh, But anyway, he's just really saying, not only am I the light of the world, I want you to be the light of the world. And in my research this week, as I was kind of looking at lighthouses and all of that, I discovered that before the development of clearly defined ports, that mariners were guided by fires built on hilltops. And if we shine bright enough and we um, shine up on a hilltop, we can actually provide guidance to those around us as well. And we're called to do that. But that's just a side note. And so the last portion of the song that I want to highlight will lead us actually to our scripture memory verse for this week. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness. I will trust the promise that you will carry me. In Isaiah 45, God tells of a time when not just the people of Israel will find salvation in him, but that all peoples of the world, which that's us, will find salvation in him. And then in Isaiah 46, he reminds us, I have cared for you since you were born. Yes, I carried you before you were born. I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white with age. I made you and will, I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. That right there is the promise. You can cling to that. I will trust the promise that you will carry me. He has actually promised that he will carry us. So our memory verse is actually going to be verse 4 in the NIV, uh, which says it's slightly different. Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. So if you're in a season of storms or troubles or sorrows, you can trust. Don't forget, he won't walk away from you as you wrestle through the doubts, but you can trust the promise that he will carry you and he will rescue you because he is the light of the world and he will bring you safe to shore. So where do you go from here this week? Well, perhaps you didn't take the challenge last week when we talked about the storm in Matthew chapter 14. And if you didn't catch last week's episode, I encourage you to do so. I challenged us to spend some time in meditation on that section of scripture. And I really unpacked what that means. Uh, So perhaps you did hear the lesson or the episode last week and you haven't yet spent that time to meditate. So that section of scripture would be very appropriate to meditate on this week. You could do a search for scriptures. So that's that's option one. Um, option two is you could do a search for scriptures that talk about light and just read all of those scriptures about God being light and read all of those scriptures in their context. Um, I've given you a list in the show notes of the scriptures that I highlighted in this episode. You could just kind of spend some time around those scriptures as well. 
Um, A third option is I mentioned a significant story in Exodus chapter 13. And perhaps you could take the time to start maybe even in Exodus chapter 1. And just set aside time each day to make your way through Exodus. And you'll gain a new perspective of that fire before us mentioned in the song. And so um, that might be another option. Finally, the context of our memory verse might intrigue you. You could start a chapter or two ahead of Isaiah 46 and just keep reading beyond. So whatever direction you take this week, or if you have a plan of your own, I just highly encourage you to please, please, please pick up your Bible and read for yourself this week. Just a few quick announcements before we close today. Um, I just want to thank you again for downloading and listening, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. And More Than a Song is still featured in New and Noteworthy in iTunes because of it. And so in honor of that, I want to personally thank you by name if you choose to review the podcast in iTunes. Because if you're going to take the time to review my podcast, then I want to take the time to personally thank you. So this week, I want to thank Stacy Q425 for your review. Another way to share this podcast is through the quick links at the top of each episode, and many of you are doing that each week. So you can log on to michellekneezat.com forward slash 10, and there are uh, Facebook, Twitter, or email links that you could share with your friends that way. Again, I'm on Facebook and Twitter. I'd love for you to follow me there, and there are quick links at the top of my homepage. So while you're there sharing the episode, click to follow me. Finally, I create weekly memory verse resources exclusively for my mailing list. So I've created a resource for this week's Isaiah 46 verse. And so be sure to sign up by giving me your name and email address and you'll be notified each Monday when a new episode is posted and it will include a link to free memory verse wallpapers and printables. The sign up box for that is on my homepage as well. Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. My next podcast will be on God's Not Dead by Newsboys. If you have a question or comment on this song, please leave me a voicemail message at michellekneezat.com forward slash podcast question. If you'd like to comment on this episode, please go to michellekneezat.com forward slash 10 where you'll find the show notes for this episode. Scroll down to the comment section and I would love to hear from you. Comment, question, or whatever. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's Word and consider His ways.